0: Hi everyone, I'm Jenny, and I've got quite a story to tell you. An incredibly painful story is my biggest pain in my life. Even now, it's insanely hard for me to think about what happened to my friend. Recalling the memories is like diving headlong into the nightmare once again. Worst thing is, I could have stopped some of those horrors from happening in the first place, but I didn't. Mary was my best friend since childhood. She lived in the house next door, and we used to play together a lot. At first, we hung out with each other simply because there were no other girls out there about our age anywhere nearby. But then we really got along and grew into best friends. Our parents were super glad about that. Such a friendship was incredibly convenient to them. It was always possible to leave us both under the care of one of our moms and the second mother was free to go on to her business. Our dads had very little time to play any important role in our upbringing at all. Like all the other fathers in the neighborhood, they worked a lot to support our families and therefore usually left home in the morning and returned only late at night. Mary's dad sometimes didn't even come back on the weekends and often slept right in the office. A job's a job. So their family was mostly okay with that. In general, kids from our neighborhood rarely had meaningful relationships with their dads. As for me, I've only become friends with mine after he retired. He was content to enjoy life then, and didn't seek a new job because the previous one earned him fantastic money. I was already 16 at the time, and Dad and I got along pretty well. He turned out to be a very interesting person, cheerful and kind. When I was a child, I was really afraid of him because he always came home tired and angry. As a child, I thought he was angry because of me and would punish me at the slightest provocation. Funny thing is, Dad never ever yelled at me once. And mom was the one that punished me for my small transgressions. Despite the fact that I'm a girl, dad often took me fishing or hunting. I didn't like shooting living creatures, so our collaborating hunts were more like a game when we hunted down prey and then gave several shots into the air and went away. Dad was a good shot, but cared about my feelings so he didn't hurt a soul once we were hunting together. Our fishing trips were far more productive. We didn't spare the fish. We fried it right on the beach. Our neighbors joined us, including Mary. At some point, I noticed that Mary didn't really want to come to my house. Although, earlier, we often hung out there because I've got a power computer at home. And my mom allowed us to stay up until midnight if it was a weekend. And now she was afraid of something. I couldn't comprehend the situation, and felt bitter because I thought I did something wrong. I even tried to talk to her about it, but my friend just waved it off and said that everything was fine. She always found a reason not to come, and some of those reasons were quite believable. Still, Mary had nothing about us hanging out at her place, so at the end, I wrote it off as some sort of personal gimmick. I was glad about it because I really wanted us to continue being friends. Mary was like a sister to me. Unfortunately, I acted like the most stupid and insensitive person in the world. So, at first we stopped hanging out at my place and then Mary just flat out refused to come to my home at all. Even when my parents invited her, she was especially wary of my dad's invitations. But again, I thought that there was nothing wrong. Well, it was easier for me to think so, because thinking otherwise would have been traumatic for my psyche. Now, I deliberately asked Mary no questions and tried not to touch on the topic of my parents and their hospitality. I even stopped asking her to visit us altogether, although it probably looked strange. The funny thing is that at the same time, I managed to convince myself that everything was fine, just the way it should be, and Mary herself decided to talk to me about the troubles that were plaguing her. She didn't name anyone. She simply told me that she was being pursued by an adult man, and she did not like it at all. She also asked me to be more careful, because the man was unpredictable and possibly dangerous. I nodded, uttered several reassuring phrases, and the talk was over. In fact, I just politely ignored her. Our second serious conversation took place six months later. Mary openly told me that my father is a dangerous man. He pestered her, stalked her after school, wrote strange messages to her through social networking, and deleted them after, making sure she read them. You know what I did on hearing this? I just yelled at her. I said that she came up with everything. All her words were utter nonsense, nothing but lies. My parents had an excellent relationship. Dad loved only Mom, and certainly would not write to the daughter's young friend, unless it would be necessary to ask something about his daughter's well-being. After the outburst, I turned around and left. But later, I actually began to have doubts. Still, I managed to throw them out of my head. After all, it was easier to believe that my friend went crazy than to suspect my dad of doing horrible things. The worst thing was that Mary tried to talk with other people. She was looking for help especially when the situation began to get out of hand. But no one believed her. The school psychologist asked me once if my father had done something bad to me. I just answered that he was the best dad in the world, and that was it. Nobody wanted to believe Mary. They say that even her parents wanted to send her to the hospital because they thought that she was delusional. So she just closed herself in and stopped asking for help. And she also stopped talking to me. And then the worst thing possible happened. My previous life broke into pieces. One day, I was a normal, ordinary girl with a loving family and good prospects. And the next day, I awoke in hell. Mary disappeared. She just went home from school and never reached her destination. She was gone for two days. All that time, the police and volunteers were frantically searching for some clue. They would have easily found her if anyone remembered Mary's words. But everyone ignored her before, and now she was gone. I ignored her too, and to this day, I feel the sting of guilt. They found her far from home, 19 miles away from the city, between the farms and the highway, near the forest. She turned out to be alive, but her condition was horrible. The police brought her to the hospital, and no one was allowed to see her for a very long time. She spent more than a month in intensive care, where doctors fought for her life. A week later, the police came to our house. The police arrested my dad in silence. They simply handcuffed him and took him away. Everyone was shocked. No one understood what was going on. My mother and I cried on the neighbor's shoulder and Mary's parents simply watched the whole detention procedure with empty eyes. The worst thing about the arrest was dad's reaction to it. He did not resist. My father behaved as if he had already been waiting for the police to come. The next morning, after he was gone, mom found an already signed petition for divorce on the fireplace later the police found out that my father really molested mary all that time but since he had served as a police officer himself hid all the trails he knew that no one would believe the stories of a 16 year old girl especially since she had zero evidence to back them up everything went according to dad's predictions. No one thought Mary's words were true. No one actually cared about her. Even I, her best friend, chose Dad's side when she opened to me. Even now, I have no idea what he was planning to do to her and what he already did. The police disclosed zero details about the case, and the court hearing was closed. Even the relatives and the victim herself were not allowed there no one except my dad himself knows what made him change his ways and why he abducted mary and my father kept silent during interrogations so as to not get a longer sentence the investigation had established that he caught mary on her way back home that day then they ended up outside the city and in two days the police found her half alive that's all i know the whole truth was not told to anyone after mary woke up the police questioned her she told them my father harmed her that's all mary eventually recovered my dad was behind bars but mary's parents still decided to move away we didn't even say goodbye to each other and not because of her i saw her from the window standing near her mom's car looking at my house I simply couldn't go out there and talk to her. I had no idea how I would look her in the eyes. I felt only the all-consuming guilt. I didn't believe her. I didn't tell the police anything when she disappeared. I didn't do anything to help her. I hate myself for being a coward and not even saying goodbye to her when I could. Do not dismiss requests for help. If you've ever found yourself in a similar situation, Tell me about it in the comments. And remember, don't be indifferent. It's better to act than to suffer the consequences of your indifference.